you know, I've been black in this country for a while. I've yeah. been gay, not only in this country, but in my family. Yes. Um, so it's just, girl, I'm tired. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 26 of the Dig New Streams podcast. I'm your host, Dave Capozzi, and this week is part two of a conversation with Mike Mitchell Jr. and Eric Hughes. Uh, our first one was just so great, and there was still so much more for us to talk about that we decided to make it a two-parter. So if you missed the first one, feel free to go back and check that one out first. Uh, as always, if you want to keep up with the podcast and see some clips from the episodes and the interviews, feel free to check out Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at dignewstreams underscore podcast. Uh, without further ado, my conversation with Mike and Eric. You remember the Chinese place in um, down the street from ENC? That's the one. And that's the place that we I went to with, who was it? I don't know, I went to, to that place with somebody right before we left for Christmas break. Mm. Was it you? I don't know. And that's when my key broke in the ignition of my car. Oh, yes. That's why I got stuck in, at ENC. It's all because of that key. My entire wow. life could have been completely different if that key didn't break. Well, thank, if there is a God, thank you for breaking that key. Not for me, because I wish that like you were still there for my personal. Yeah, like, but they yeah, but... put me on the path that I'm on now. Exactly. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I How love that strange. stuff. It's like the butterfly effect, right? You just- I know. We talk about that all the time. Like, would we have still met? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like if there are souls that are meant to me, like would we just have met some other way? Maybe even uh, earlier or later, or I don't know. Okay, so but, are you um, are you believers in soulmates? I mean, I love to pull your head sweat up. <laughs> We're like those dogs that hear us high <laughs> <a magnet> sound. <laughs> you have to no. think about it. I feel like I don't know. We feel like we've asked and asked uh, of each other before. I guess I. Part of my struggle on answering that is I feel like soulmate has such, like society has put such a connotation definition like parameters around it. Yeah. That it, it, it my first inclination is to say no because of like this Disneyified mm. version of soulmate. But then when I pause mm. and think about like souls being energy. Mm, yes. And, and without bounds and, and without form then I don't think it's far-fetched to say that we at least have connected, we connected, you know, if there are multiple lives or multiple renditions of this, that yes. somewhere along the lines, we connected in such a way that our energies have said, you know what, in subsequent lives, we will find a way to connect. Mm. Not quite sure, like, if that means it's always going to be something deep, yeah. but I would wager based on the connection we have, I feel like that original meeting was very profound mm. so you went from soulmates to reincarnation well that well that's the way i, I think of it too actually yeah in every in every life 
the same because souls. then what's the argument like what's the backstory for if there is no reincarnation so we are all why do you keep getting higher I'm a torso is already so much shorter <laughs> than yours and I'm sitting on a pillow and you just keep going like you're making it you're Eric, doing it work you're doing it on purpose stop showing off your torso I'm doing it because <laughs> I'm purpose. all legs <laughs> no. the funny thing is we're like the same height but when we're sitting yeah I'm more leg and less torso and he's like yeah. All torso with these little legs. Right. If I didn't like know a, you, I'd like think a, you were like four Dachshund. What is it? A Dachshund. Dachshund. <laughs> Dachshund. Tell me about your Dachshund. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call them? A Dachshund. A Dachshund. Your Dachshund, Dachshund is so Dachshund. big. Your Dachshund is so much bigger than mine. Yash Dachshund. I'm just so, I'm just so worldly and well traveled. You're so muddled. Yeah, yours is the correct way. Everyone else has been saying it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It's Dachshund. Um, but like, I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show um, uh, Time Traveler's Wife or the movie, but no. I don't know if the TV show takes liberties or if it's the same uh, rules for the movie or not, but yeah, he travels uh, it, against his will like he just pops into different times or whatever but so i don't know how to explain it if i'm gonna just disappear from this moment yeah and go to 1990 i will still see myself as nine right right because right, right. i'm now there but then other because i'm a time traveler i've been doing that yes for a year on an and infinite so sometimes loop there's certain places where there's four of him or three of him wild okay or certain energies that suck in like continue to bring him there yeah like when he witnessed his mom die whoa so he keeps going back to that moment and there's like 10 of him watching you know him at 12 him at 15 him at 30 him at 36 and they're watching his mom die every time but like wild one of the things the reason i brought this up mm in the rules of this world that the TV show has set up, you can't change anything. Yeah. So there's no like cause and effect of like, oh, I dropped the plate here or I didn't make her do this here. Or, yeah. He's like, things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And it's mm. just, there's nothing I can do about it. Fascinating. And the fact that he is back there yeah. and does something yeah his future his past his future self already knew that like that happened because it happened it's why does that make sense it it's does like, it all it's this like is, ah! this is all a major mind fuck and at the same time like i think there's something to be said about where we are right now when the that whole game of um what could have happened right doesn't matter there's yeah. no there's no alternative there's no this is what happened yeah. So it's like, oh, if I only, yeah. who knows what that would have brought about, yeah. right? You know, the, so it like has the key. to be meant to be because it is. Or I'm not much <laughs> of a meant to be kind of person, but I could like, I don't believe in everything happens for a reason. I'm not much of a destiny person. Mm. I think that there is something within us that drives us towards like a soul connection to something. Like our souls are connected. Mm. I, I do believe that, but I'm not a destiny. Man, I get, but I, here's the thing, though. Yeah, you can push me, like, push back on it. I don't know. I, I mean, no, no, no. I feel like if something happens uh -huh. and it just there's nothing you can do about it, we yeah. cannot rewind. No. Then obviously it's meant to be because it is. 
Do you know what you, I mean? I know what you're saying. You but haven't like, convinced me. But you're me. like, you still haven't gotten me yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like that key broke in that car. Yeah. It was meant to be because what else happened? No, yeah. it just, it just, if someone was going to write my story, you yeah. have to write the key breaking there because it broke there. Right. In order it to just, tell, yeah. We you can't go back. So the in the plot of my life and in the sequence of my life and like in this, watching this TV show has got my brain in this place. But like, if I were to jump back and watch that yeah, and, and like try to warn him, mm. hey, don't put your key in there. Something else in this reality in the show yeah. would cause it to break anyway, or I would be stuck there anyway. Gotcha. For whatever reason, like because I was that's... just meant to not finish ENC. Right, so that's the destiny part. Like something's gonna block you from doing this thing. Something's gonna open, them doors gonna open for. So I guess that that actually brings up a question for me because I could go down this road forever and I'm just, I'm actually I more, I could. Here's something that I've been thinking about. So there's two things. One is, I know that you grew up, Mike, believing in the thing. You did Bible quizzing, which for anyone that hasn't, Mike mentioned it in the last time we talked, if, if anyone hasn't looked it up, look up what Bible quizzing is <laughs> and watch a video and you will not be disappointed. And then, and then Eric, I know you were more like you went weekly, you did Bible studies, but it wasn't like your life. It wasn't, it, you, you felt- Bible studies. He said did it. You? Oh, he did? Yeah, we did like vacation Bible Vacation school, Bible you know. school. Yeah, that's that's like camp, no? Sure, yeah. It, okay, the, the Bible studies might be extra, but you went to church every <laughs> Sunday. You did VBS, and like, is there? I mean, we just talked about destiny and souls, mm. and my Christian mind that I've been so formed in that I don't necessarily practice anymore mm. is trained to go towards. Well, no. is there some kind of spiritual practice for you now? Are you engaged in some mm. kind of spiritual? Uh, practices or, or values that and contribute to your life now or is that kind of a thing of the past for both of you and both answer you know I obviously want Mike to answer for Eric as well um I you want to go for it sure so I guess as I understand the question do we still have any sort of do we do anything spiritually? You have a practice. Yeah, so like it could be meditation, it could be going to a you know yoga, a group, some mm -hmm. anything like that. I guess that's a no. How, however, you define, <laughs> no, and Eric, and Eric, and however you define spirituality, because that could just yeah. spirituality. This honestly, this could be defined as spirituality right now. This conversation mm -hmm. of connection between yeah, between people between could be, spirits. Yep, between it could souls, be. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think what people you know at least for me and how i understood it when i was younger is that spirituality and religion were one and the same mm. so not right oh fuck could be further <laughs> apart yeah right. exactly uh, you know exactly you know, it's it's almost religion wishes it had spirituality oh that's good Ooh. that's good yeah or i mean i think spirituality would would ruin religion so maybe it, because religion is about maintaining authority and, and balance and control, um, at least in our experience of it, right? Spirituality is about openness to what the universe has to offer you mm. in many ways. And this is a very conflicting thing. Mm. But religion, religion seems like the fact that you associate that 
is because religion has been the container for the way we ex- we think yeah. about spirituality. I feel like religion is like man's way of trying to understand spirituality mm. on a muck, like yeah. turned yeah. into a business. Yeah, right. Or like, well, I mean, you think about it. So to answer your question, you know, this may be sort of related answers, you know, I guess, again, by trying to bifurcate, but I was going to say like at night, for the longest time, and maybe a little bit here and there, I felt like guilt that I, you know, I needed to pray Whoa, before yes. I went to sleep. Well, I yes. pray every night before and, I sleep. And to the point, like, I would think about it and I couldn't go to sleep until I actually went through the motions of saying mm-hmm. a prayer, I just in case. That. Right. <laughs> and, wow, and it's like such kid. a mental block, you know, I think that I cannot go to sleep. I guess do you still I, do that? So I do it. I pray every now and then. Yeah. Not every night. And there's been a few nights, you know, where I just, I, my head hits the pillow and wait. Oh, good thing you woke up. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for me, more and more, I found my prayers. And I don't know, again, I, if, I don't know if this isn't, you know, like American Christianity, i.e. capitalism. Yes. And I felt like my prayers when I was younger were always asking for things for me. Right. Like right, to right. my benefit. I don't know if this is the gospel or the, the um, that, Joel Olstein or whatever mm. prosperity gospel or yes, but I was always asking for things for me, yeah, to benefit me and to rich enrich me. And now, you know, I certainly ask for forgiveness of you know I, I say my sins, but for me that's when I've been less than the standard I've set for myself. When yeah. I feel like I've wronged, who are you asking? What are you asking? Well, I'm asking. I would say God, mm-hmm. you know, and not in the antiquated you know, white Anglo-Saxon daddy with a beard. Yep, old man in the sky. Right? Right. For me, God, God, I do believe is an entity that exists. Mm. But if God is so powerful as the Bible would say, and it's just so everything, then doesn't that mean there's no way we can truly describe and contain? And so to your point about religion, it's man's way of trying to put all of this in a box mm-hmm. trying to define something and, that's not definable and so yes. when they can't fit right. it all in a box they cherry pick the things that they can comprehend and to your point dave that comprehend and then in a same conduit give them authority because as you said religion is about authority and just how much it's all about what you're doing wrong exactly and and how bad you are for the most part in order to and then to get to that goodness that salvation you have to follow X, Y, and Z. Yep. And X, Y, and Z, oh, you know, just happens to benefit a certain group of people. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, there's harm so much fear. There's so much yes. fear. Like, I mean, that's so even true. what they call, you know, I'm a God-fearing man. Yeah. It's very like, interesting because, uh, what'd you say? I said, I'm sorry. I was, I was like, why should we fear God? Well, yeah, that's one of the things that, and I, again, I, I want to, people on the podcast know I'm not a practicing Christian anymore. Um, but Jesus is always saying, do not fear. Like mm. he's always saying it that, but so much of the way we experienced Christianity has been about fearing what God might do to us. If we don't pray at night, if we don't say this thing, if we don't do this thing, it's, yeah. it is about fear. You know, yeah. if we were in a relationship, taking that fear, if we were in a relationship with someone and had that, 
Fear. That would be abuse. You, you got to get out of that. It would be shadow. abuse. It would be called you abuse. Would, you wouldn't right. tell someone to stay in that relationship. No. Like, call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. All right. So th- thank you. That was like, so and you still, me. you still believe in God, Eric. And you have yes. like, and then Mike, you also do, and you pray every night. Well, not in that way. So okay. I, he's on his knees, but not praying. Oh my God. There it is. <laughs> I, 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 I say grat things I'm grateful for every night. Yeah, he oh, does. Beautiful. Before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious podcast. Wait, wait, uh, what? What? No, no. Podcast are you on? Right. I don't know what you're talking about. And seriousness never at the expense of levity. So we always no, get so. To- yeah, I, I, I always try to think of at least three things. Um, that I'm grateful for before I close my eyes Mm. or my eyes are closed sometimes when I'm thinking them but before I go away Um, (laughs) go away (laughs) and and you arrive when you wake up and sometimes um, I'll end up with four or five six seven eight you know and sometimes it's (laughs) four or five six seven eight things i know just how quickly your list <laughs> grew it's very long it depends on how long it takes for. you to fall asleep no there's a lot to be grateful for it's so true. True. because so sometimes true. i'll have to like you know i'll have to, I try to make it different every mm. night yeah and sometimes yeah. you know you have to fish for something like oh what am i grateful for today like maybe today wasn't a great day or something yeah you know but it's like i'm grateful that i got to point B safely and then back home. Mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. I could have been on a train where someone shot it up or absolutely, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Like I'm grateful that I woke up today. I'm grateful that I have running water. I'm grateful for the invention of air conditioning. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. You know, or I'm just grateful Amen. for like whatever. Yes. And I just it it's changed my life, I think. But um mm. and in a lot of rock bottoms, I've found that somehow i tend to go through those times still with gratitude mm, like wow. I, I, i'm still able to find something wow. and he can attest to that mm-hmm. um another that's another podcast that a, a specific rock bottom i'm thinking of okay but um but yes yeah, i was surprised myself that i like went through that mm. with so much gratitude you know it wasn't wow. obviously it wasn't all easy but i still found ways that i was like you know I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this, or, and it, it, it helped that, I don't know. And the the power of now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Changed my life. Well, so he is a spirit. He's be be seen as like a spiritual Spiritual teacher. Teacher. Yeah. So in, in like a very real way, you both have spiritual practices that people that I would, I would call, I mean, um, who is it? Rob Bell says, uh, has a book called everything is spiritual. I've always believed, mm-hmm. I've Very always true. believed that, that well, it, well, no, you go, you go, you're the guest. Well, like Eckhart talks about like a lot of the things he talks about. He's like, look, I'm not religious and I'm going to mention certain things to kind of help you tie it all together. Whether you're religious or not, you can yeah. get the point of this book. Yeah. Basically, the point of the book is all we have is right now, mm, this moment. Yes. The past, the future, that's where like ego or whatever you want to call it, the mind, that voice likes to live because that's the only way, place it gets power and it can survive. Wow. So it tries to bring you back or in, in forward in, in fictional places, yes. the imaginary future, 
the dead past. Yeah. And we miss so much of right now. Ah, and so, so I feel like Eckhart allowed me to really like, you know, that meditation before was just like, oh, meditation, man, what is that? Yeah. Or like, I would just try to sit there and I would, you know, I thought the goal was to quiet the thoughts and like, right. but that's resisting the now. If there's right. a thought, just look at it and let it pass. But like, yes. And then I realized that like in my stillness is when I can like feel so much joy, even mm. after anxiety, if I just sit and stare at it, it just turns into joy. Uh, and so I realized that my natural state is joy wow. and peace and that I just like clouds just kind of go across the sun sometimes, Yeah, but right. it's the sun's still there, you know? Yeah. And so, um, Michael, I love what? that. What, what do you mean? What? Like you just described a beautiful, <laughs> you just described like a beautiful, like inner spirituality that feels nourishing and like grounds you. And I love the thought of, just the um a lot of traditions have this practicing the presence of now like mm. um Thich Nhat Hanh wrote something about that around like I'm doing the dishes just to do the dishes not to get through it not to like think about mm. what's happening that's what I told you right really like anything you do just be there be there doing it not as a way to get to the next thing exactly. even if it's mundane or something routine yeah and it just enriches your entire life. Absolutely. And you realize how much you're asleep at the wheel. Speaking of that, how much time do we sit in traffic wishing that we were where we're going? Yeah, yeah. When, when so much of us have rage in those settings, maybe practicing mm. a presence of, wow, this is, I'm so grateful that I can drive or listening to a podcast or, or listening to music or meditating or whatever. Yeah. You know? And like what I was saying before, and I got off on a tangent as I often do. I love it. But most times I somehow find my way back onto the road. <laughs> but what one of the things Eckhart was saying was like, it's all, it, it all is, it's all trying to say the same thing. Yeah. So many religions, so many things trying to, so Jesus said, be still and know that I am God. Hmm. So you know, Christians, it's literal. This man is saying he's God. <laughs> Be still and know. What does that even mean? Be still and know that I'm God. In that rock bottom, Dave, mm. when I was going through my worst and my anxiety was at my peak and I just mm. sat there and like all I had was nothing to do but just be still. And I was just like, once that joy came through in this dark time, all of a sudden I was like, where's all this light and joy coming wow. from? Be still and know that I am God. Mm. I'm not saying I'm God, but well, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Color purple. She yep. says, God is inside me and yes. everyone else that yes. was or ever will be. We come into this world podcast with God. And when you finally look inside, I found it. Like, ah! You can get a gig anytime. You still see We're all God. Because yes. He made us. Yeah. He, even oh, using pronouns, <laughs> I feel weird, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't use pronouns. It's yeah. not a human. It's not no. a man. No. Like God is literally I, in my in my belief, it's like all of consciousness, all yes. of creation, all of everything. everything. Like that's beautiful. Okay, Mike. That's like the that's breath legit. in my body. 
Ah, now you're speaking my language. So, okay, I got one for you. This is this is gonna. I think this is beautiful. In the Hebrew Bible, uh, and a lot of people we grew up calling it the Old Testament. I I don't call it the Old Testament. I think it's very disrespectful to people who only have that testament. It's the mm. Hebrew Bible. It's the Jewish Bible. Um, mm. So to call it old is like, well, that was you know. Um, but it's still really nourishing to people. And the way that God, uh, when, you know, Moses, when Moses goes up the mountain and is not personally, but no, right. Right. But like, you know, when Moses talks to the burning bush and like meets God and all this. Yeah. Right. So Moses asks to tell, like for God to say, well, who's, who should I tell them sent me Mm. like to set to, to Pharaoh? The name of God is not pronounceable. It sounds like the wind. It sounds like breath. You know the name Yahweh that we've heard? Mm, that's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. that's not the name. It's like, it's mm. like breath. So God is breath. God is movement. God is just being, existence. So if you try to say mm. like, the way people say, it's like, I will be who I will be. I am who I am. It's just mm. stop trying to put some kind of name or religion on it. You've just, once you've done that, you've taken all the power away from what it Mm. means to connect in a very deep and meaningful uh, way as humans. And I mean, everything, you're so right. I love that. That's like so nourishing and life-giving to me. So Mm. beautiful. Both of you have that. The silence, the sounds. Yeah. The silence that leaves space for the sound. Yeah. It's like the entire planet. It's like such a symphony. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. Eric looks very- <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> Eric, Eric looks very pensive back there. I'm curious what's going on in your mind with this. Do you have anything to contribute to that? Because we're contemplating divorce. <laughs> <laughs> no. I we're just bo- remember what accounts that he does not does know about and those he doesn't. You know. So <laughs> I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. All right. So I wanted one of the things that I left wondering about because of those of us who grow up, I speak to so many people who are like ex-evangelicals. I don't know if you've heard that word, but we're not evangelicals anymore. We've exited evangelicalism. Um, I talk to a lot of people like that, obviously, because that's my experience. And then, but I'm also like, I care about that and I don't, I want to leave that behind. You know, it is a part of me. It will always be there but I want to engage in the world in a meaningful way now in a way that makes sense to me now. And so I always think about what are people's spiritual practices now, if they have any. So that's something that came up. And also we ended our last conversation talking about how the two of you still sometimes feel in public, like you're not sure about being like, Hey, here we are, we're married, we're holding hands. You know, right Mm. now it's June, you're wearing a pride shirt. All of this month is about, being proud to be who you are as a human being. Mm. And I can't help but think about how much of our society is still living in the past uh, of what it meant to be a, an American, a, a Christian, a, a person that's a citizen of this country. It still is so brand new to be able to live your life in a way that's full. Like how does, how do you experience that now if at all and like what are some of the fights that you still feel like we need to or uh movements forward that we still need to make oh big questions but i'm curious yeah where do you start so for me living i and i believe i'm living my authentic life Mm. 
I feel like when you live an authentic life, I'm just saying like this big, bright ball of energy, mm. but you notice those who are dim. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 and order, you know, true. and since they're like a negative energy, they need positive energy to, you know, to keep alive. So you, then you see those, these um, gray dull balls just going around to ball, you know, the brighter ones stealing their light because that's yeah. how they feed. That's how they mm. eat. Yeah. And so for people who don't live authentically and are repressed or hate themselves, that whole inside of them needs to be fed. And so then they, I guess the phrase is hurt people hurt people. Right, right. So, you know, again, to answer your question, I just notice a lot of people who are hurting inside and who, but for some block in their brain, mm. cannot get to the, cannot realize their true authentic self and how happy they would be, even if their economic situation didn't change, even right. if, you know, they still live in the same house or whatever. Right. But they would just be, they would be freed of the prison. Yeah, absolutely. And so I see that. And that just, you know, sort of segues into your question about what's and the fights that we have left. I think we have to fight this sort of hateful limitation on people mm. in the sense of you're only ever going to be able to be this version of yourself. Yeah. You not all this up here, this potential. Nope. It's, it's out, of, out of the question. Don't you even think about it. To think about it means you're going to hell oh. or, or whatever punishment. And so I think we, and this may be part of our evolution, mm. is that we have to, when we start thinking logically enough and start expanding something inside our brains, you know, that, because what, what do they say? We only use 10% of our brains? Yeah. I read yeah. that that was a myth. Well, oh. well, I think some people <laughs> use that uh, use that little. Yeah, right. But I would say we need to fight against human humans' inability. You know, just fear, yeah. fear of the unknown, fear of the form, fear of the things that mm. we deep down enjoy, but then society mm. has said that we shouldn't enjoy. But even that limitation is due to fear. Mm, that's I so I good. Know unpopular response whoa are you gonna argue with eric right now well no everything he said is true i just <sighs> has an alternative fact no i'm just <laughs> tired yeah it's good. i'm okay. tired of fighting mm. for you know i've been black for 30 plus years 40 <laughs> Almost Plus, long. well, you can add anything to 30, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 10, <laughs> and you get 40. Wow. My apologies. 30 plus, well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say plus what. I, I shouldn't have corrected you that way. That was, that was yeah, you're trying <laughs> no, to No, but, you know, I've been black in this country for a while. I've yeah. been gay, not only in this country, but in my family. Yes. Um. So it's just girl i'm tired yeah what no. do we need to fight i don't know because i'm not fighting it mm. <laughs> no that's i'm living that's my real. life that's i'm real. accepting what is i'm accepting people for who they are mm. even when they're you know horrible well and you, yeah you're saying that as someone who continually experiences this like this attitude towards you in your family 
Right. So you're, you're like, it's not like so you're I've just like, accept, yeah, I've had to accept it on many levels. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's real. So that's, I don't know if that's unpopular just, or not, but you're done. I mean, you know, and not, and not to say, you know, that we shouldn't be trying to progress and, and be a part of that progression and change, you know, but I don't know. I guess I'm just, I'm just now, I'm being the change I want to see. Yeah. Well, all I can do, is, this is all I can control. Exactly. And I, when you say that, I can first, barely do that. When you say that, first of all, like my heart is like genuinely like uh, sad. I'm sad. I'm heartbroken that that's like a, a reality of, because I exist in this skin with this uh, attraction, I'm exhausted and I'm just done mm. with that. At the same and the same thing, uh, at the same time, I'm thinking, well, you being you is an act of resistance. You being you yeah. is, is fighting, even though you don't see it that yeah, way. Exactly, it's, strength, exactly. it's strength, it's strength. And it's like yeah. you're the way that you show up, the way that the two of you are just you in a culture yeah. that you know is not interested is interested in giving you a little bit of space one month a year with rainbows on on their windows and, and all sorts of stuff to get you know mm. to make money off of it for the most part this culture is still not sure how to think about you right you know and you're just like you know what i mean that to me is an act of resistance yeah. i mean i the fight is belongs to the allies i'm mm. i'm taking a seat yeah, pass yeah. me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you trust the allies to do what needs to be done? No. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But I'll just sip on my drink and hope for the best. <laughs> well, there are people. See, this is the thing though about fights and when they have a long, they have a long lasting um when they last a long time. Is that new yeah, people, yeah. new people come, they have energy, younger generations. Yeah. Um, oh, who's it? Martin Luther King said it. He's like the the, the arc toward uh, justice. What justice is is long. It's long, right? It's long, but it bends. It it bends towards justice. Yes, the arc, the long arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Yeah. Or sometimes you know you you do things and you plant seeds that what you, you plant seeds for a tree you'll never sit under or whatever. Right. Right. You know, like there are things we're never even going to see in our lifetime. Right. But but you're enjoying that. You're just, yeah. You're enjoying that yeah. shade in your lifetime, even though right. Live, even though we live in a culture that's not fully there. Right. I'm yeah. enjoying some shade that was planted years, hundreds of years ago. Right. But I'm also, you know, I can sprinkle a seed or two for the, you know, for some more protection, some more shade. Well, that's lovely, and I wanted to make a joke about you sprinkling seed, but I'm not. Yes. <laughs> oh my <God>. You too. <laughs> he we'll see. Like talking about. Clean sex. this up. No, we're not. I, so I just he doesn't like feeling naughty. As a person who doesn't go to bed and need, feel the need to like, be like, God, please forgive me anymore, because that was a nightly. If I don't pray and uh, something happens, I'm going to hell. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't feel that need anymore. I can talk about yeah. sprinkling seed and not feel like I said something wrong. Yeah. But the thing is, well, I don't think that's anything wrong with that. Bro. I'm playing. I'm playing. I but think th God has a sense of humor, duh. Well, yeah, whatever. But God's not like the the consciousness thing is what I'm curious. Right. About. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. if it exists, then obviously it 
we it, have it exists yeah we we laugh for a reason you know yeah. what i mean yeah so well one of the things that the creator very... created it or yeah whatever whatever you know what I mean? well one of the things that's been very harmful and i think you know it's been really interesting to hear your spiritual journeys and where you're at like knowing that the bible has been used in a way that's false and actually not the, the verses that have been used to condemn gay people are not actually condemning of gay people. Mm. Um, like Sodom and Gomorrah is not about what people think it right, is. Right, right, right. Th those kinds of things is like, I feel the need as someone who studied those things to correct those bad, that bad narrative. Like one of the reasons that men were to only have sex with women and only to do it in a particular ways because spilling seed was seen as bad. It's the potential for life you, you, yeah. Your job back then is to expand the community. So if you're wasting seed, you're not expanding the community. You're an abomination. Like get out, you're, you don't belong with us. So like mm. masturbation, all this other sort of stuff is taboo still to this day because we believe what European men who only cared about power and control tell us about these sacred texts from thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's beautiful to have people like Eckhart Tolle and other spiritual teachers who can remove some of that baggage for us. And yeah. we can see what you described, which is like balls of light and joy that can bring us through very hard times. Mm. Because ultimately, the reason that I think these conversations matter so much is because a lot of people are wondering, what do I do now, now that I've yeah. exited this oppressive way of thinking, whether it's whiteness or christianity which actually is one in the same you know like or um any kind of system that you've broken out of you're still looking for something to ground you to connect you and these conversations and hearing the way people experience spirituality in life to me is so nourishing mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's so. probably one of the things that keeps um people who are very religious in their religions like i know my yes. mother always talks about you know oh, you know, there's nothing like, you know, you know, something bad happens or this, whatever, and oh, and God this, and God's willing, and da, 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 da. And I think one of the reasons it's like, she's like, well, don't you want that? And I'm mm. like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know the joy you're talking about. Mm. It's just, you think it has to be one way, but it's right here too, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's right here too. We all are born with it. Yeah. And so, but see, Christianity tells you the opposite. You're born with like sin and you're born, you're going to burn. There it is. You're going to just, you're just born bad. There it is. And so you need to like, you know, but it's like, we're actually all born with it. That's why we we're just, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that, Mike. Cause there's, uh, I heard this guy recently talk about because Adam sinned, he passed that seed down and that's why we're born. It was this ridiculous thing. I'm like, you have to, it all has to fit together neatly in order for it to work. So a person that like your mother or, or mine or some other people that we know that are still in that world, they need it to feel safe. It's not about joy. It's about safety. And mm. you like, we and live in a we live in a very chaotic world where you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to go to a supermarket and there's going to be a shooter or go to school. So because people know that this is a world that we, you know, need to survive in, that it's hard to survive sometimes, they, they need something to ground them in that. They safety. need help. Yeah. 
the and joy. then something to and then that thought of like well even if i don't make it in this life there's another one yeah, and it's going to be even better man you have to think that way or or else you yeah what you fall apart but that joy that you just described actually is real now because you mm -hmm. don't have those fences you don't have the control needs you don't have the fears that you had mm. before of what's going to happen to me after this what you know what's yeah. going to happen to me now Eric, I still did you have a little fear about death, you but do. only because I'm human. Well, yeah. And, I, and also because I love this guy. Aww. And so sometimes I think about like, if I die, uh, him like finding my body and like what that would do to him. Mm. Or like, I always think about, you know, um, like last night I had like a little moment of panic, nothing new, right? <laughs> um, but I was like standing watching TV. I had my headphones on, he was asleep already. And there was like a sharp, something like a, just a brief like sharp pain somewhere I was like I didn't know what it was but I was like it just passed and it would have been that would have been the end of it but like I had a, a slight spiral yeah where I was like what if I'm having a stroke what if I died right here right and then Eric wakes up tomorrow to your body like, just like and I'm just yeah. my body just in the living room and what then so that wrecked me for a minute <laughs> that's a brutal thought sheesh Eric yeah. did you know that was going I, on at all no, I just found out. <laughs> At but least he didn't find me. <laughs> but it's not the first time he said something like that. Well, I'm an actress. You know, it's like, <laughs> she's never not acting. <laughs> well, no, it's like, I think sometimes, I don't know what it is. I, I think actors, we have this sick, like, obsession with the human experience. Mm. And that's, that's what it is, really, is trying on some, a character or like good acting is not acting right yeah and right. i i succeed half 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 the time half <laughs> the time i'm faking it but half the time it's like good when you're really good acting and people that get awards for acting <laughs> yeah. is, bless you it are people that aren't acting mm. they have the words up here and they know what the scene's supposed to do but right. then they're just being right exactly and that's that that's the the trick is to just be and so mm. when you're an actor when you go through these emotions and these feelings you grab onto them yeah in case you need them because you're like oh that's what that feeling is okay that's what that is and like so i've told him a million times since meeting him i've become 10 times better actor wow because i now know what like that love feels like Whoa. and the thought of losing it or him finding me or like I can just weep just thinking of it. You know what I mean? Mm, and so, yeah, the, the, it's being human is very <laughs> interesting. It is. Well, I was just going to say, I guess I could be a great actor because like I do the perseverating thing on a thought too. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. But yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll skip that opportunity for a career for now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. You're like, I, was, I might have to leave Massachusetts to do it, so I'm no, good. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're filming a movie right here. They do. They film <laughs> a lot of movies right here now. I know they do. Yeah, you should. You should. Uh, they film movies all over, but a lot of things that film some random place actually cast in like still not there. Of course, right? Yeah, that's the way. And then works. they'll follow you there to shoot it. Yeah. I had one more question for Eric before, um, and it was it was like from the last thing that we were talking about. Um, man, we've talked about a lot. So you, 
you growing up the way that you did, did you have the fears that Mike and I describe sometimes? Mm. No. Well, I guess you do because you pray at night. I mean, just in case. Yeah. I, and maybe this is, I'd have to really maybe think about it because in that moment, I don't see it necessarily as fear. I don't know, maybe it's mm. growing up in the church, it just felt like you brush your teeth, you do, it's, it's just part of your routine. Mm. So it's just more of a habit. Yes, yes. And maybe there's not a lot of explanation behind, you know, necessarily why, you know, because I feel like maybe this is not the case, but the way we at least practiced in the Southern Baptist um, church, like, I don't know if we memorized like an attached Bible verses to, you know, specific things. Like if someone asked, why do you pray? Well, according to, you know, Romans <laughs> to whatever, whatever. That makes sense. That's where like the Bible quizzer over there. I'll never forget Acts 1 8, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Oh, <laughs> you, oh geez. No you, wonder you liked it. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, now. And something well, about in all of Judea until the ends of the earth. Also, a bukkake. Wow. Oh <laughs> <laughs> comes all over you, or maybe comes in you or something. Oh. No, seriously, look up. There's Acts a lot of that language. Look up Acts 1 8. There's so much gay language. Yeah, in Acts Jesus. 1 8, Acts 18. Is that your limit? Well, oh. it's, just, it's just something. It's like certain things just stick in your brain. Yeah. You know, these yeah, random know. things. Romans like 3 23. Oh, yeah. All have, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Oh, really? 3 23. I didn't know that one. Man, I, I've got them too. I didn't Bible quiz because you Nazarenes are weird with that stuff. But like, yeah. but I did do like sword drills, which were if someone like they'd say, First Corinthians 2 9. So you have to go there and you have to find it. So like, oh, at least a sword drill. I did. Like sword. Yeah, because the Bible's the sword. It's oh, it's you're like, oh, I didn't Bible quiz you Nazarenes, but I did sword drilling. I'm like, I know everyone's weird to the to the other person we only cut chickens <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to listen I hope this conversation inspired some new thoughts or questions within you. Until next time, peace, my friends.